welcome to another episode of Accessibility. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games and more people to see themselves in the games they play? A couple of months ago, back in June 2020, I did a video about The Last of Us 2 and how that game basically acts as a new benchmark for what developers should be aiming for if they want their game to be accessible to disabled players. From putting in a bunch of settings for difficulty, to putting in a bunch of settings for people with coordination difficulties, to the ability to play the game entirely sightlessly, The Last of Us 2, I believe, is right now the best game you can point to and say this is how to do accessibility for disabilities in video games. While I maintain that The Last of Us 2 is the benchmark that modern AAA game developers should be looking at in terms of how to make their game more accessible to disabled players, it's not perfect. It has a couple of smaller missions, little things that really should be there that it isn't doing, and today I want to talk about one of those smaller missions that really would have helped it to just be a slightly more accessible game. Audio descriptions. One of the most remarkable aspects of The Last of Us 2 is that the game is completely playable from start to finish by blind and sightless players. There's a great Twitch streamer named Sightless Combat, link in the video description, who around the launch of The Last of Us 2 played the entire game on stream without any ability at all to see, and it was really impressive to watch how effortlessly he was able to move through the game's environments. The Last of Us 2 has a bunch of great settings for helping sightless blind players traverse the world, from audio cues that tell you the the direction of enemies, to sounds for if you're aiming your gun at a zombie's chest or a headshot, sound is used to help players navigate throughout the world with ease. What it however lacks is audio descriptions, and that feels like a notable oversight. So if you were to play the opening scene from The Last of Us 2 while completely sightless, here's what you would hear as a player. Any further information, what do you know about what's happening in this scene? You can probably tell that Joel was riding a horse, but not much else. You've got audio pings to help you traverse through the scene, but very little context for what you're trying to do. What is the season? What time of day is it? Where are you heading? What landmarks do you pass? Are you leading the journey, or are you following another rider? How about this early cutscene? Can you picture the setting based on just this audio? Again, 
without any further information. You probably know that Ellie and Joel are having a conversation, but where is it taking place? At what time of day? What was Ellie doing before the conversation started? There's a lot of information you simply don't have access to, because while The Last of Us 2 does a great job of helping sightless players navigate their world, it relies only on spoken in-game dialogue to paint the picture of the story. So, how could The Last of Us 2 have better supported blind and sightless players? Audio descriptions. Put simply, the game could have a setting that, if switched on, had a voice explain certain visual information to the player at key moments. Let's go back to those scenes we played you audio from before, and try offering a little additional description of the events happening on screen. Joel is riding on horseback, following his brother Tommy. It is approaching sunset. Brown dry leaves have fallen to the floor. Sunset is nearing, as the two ride back to a populated and well-defended settlement, passing by several electrical pylons. A sign as they approach warns them to make their identity known before approaching the settlement's large imposing gates. It is night time, and Ellie is sat at her desk, lit by a single small lamp. She is drawing a rabbit in rough pen strokes in a lined notebook. Hello? Ellie? She has headphones on, and as such does not hear Joel enter. Her room is lit by strings of fairy lights and decorated with sci-fi space posters. Her arm is bandaged. Now, obviously, audio descriptions are a slightly trickier proposition in video games than they are in, say, film or TV. Those are static forms of media. You know exactly what the pacing's going to be, exactly what's going to be on screen, exactly when it's going to be on screen. And that makes it much easier to give thorough, in-depth audio descriptions of what's visually happening on screen. Video games obviously are a little different to that. They are not so predictable. They do not have that same sense of timing and visual predictability when gameplay is an element. Now, applying audio descriptions is not an easy prospect in video games, and there are some games where it's going to be a trickier problem than others, but I believe that The Last of Us 2 provides us a really good look at several use cases where audio descriptions wouldn't be that hard to reliably insert into video games. I think that The Last of Us 2 is a game that was already primed and could have put audio descriptions in several key places. So, let's look at The Last of Us 2 as our example. While it's highly impractical to provide audio descriptions in real time for all events happening in a game, we can pick out some key moments that would generally benefit from audio descriptions. Cutscenes are all static, predictable scenes, so there's no reason we couldn't incorporate audio descriptions to give better scene setting in those moments. Additionally, any time a player starts a new scene, in a new location, or after time has passed, a brief piece of scene setting audio description could go a long way simply describing the general location, the weather, the time of day, and the overall tone of the player's surroundings would go a long way to building a better sense of the scene for sightless players. Beyond that, The Last of Us 2 contains several dramatic scenes where the player is trapped in a single location until the end of a combat encounter, such as fighting a single large zombie in an old arcade surrounded by classic gaming cabinets. These set-piece moments would be obvious scenes to incorporate audio descriptions into, as you know the player is not likely to leave that location 
location for a while. The above are fixed points in the player's adventure that would all make sense to give audio descriptions, and would not be hindered by the interactive nature of video games as a medium. Obviously, audio descriptions work best in video games when placed alongside other site accessibility settings for partially sighted, blind, or sightless players. The Last of Us 2 is an easy example to point out the benefit of audio descriptions in, because it already does so much to make itself more playable for blind players. But I can certainly think of some other games that would benefit from audio descriptions if paired with other accessibility options. Imagine if Telltale or Don't Nod's adventure games featured a combination of audio descriptions and text-to-speech. A game like Tell Me Why, for example, wouldn't require a huge amount of work to be made more accessible to blind and sightless players. Describe each new environment to the player, read out loud to them their dialogue choices and the buttons they correspond to, and very quickly those games become pretty accessible to players who may not be able to see very well, if at all. While it's not confirmation of an in-game feature, I did want to give a nod to Rare, who uploaded a trailer recently for their new game Everwild, which featured audio descriptions. Our world has a rhythm. We all sense it. White birds soar through strands of green light. But only a few truly feel it. Three figures, Eternals, lead pack animals. Later, they sit around a campfire. It is found in the smallest moments. While this is far from confirmation of the final game featuring audio descriptions, I'd like to believe it shows an awareness from Rare of the need for audio descriptions in the gaming community. I'm quietly crossing my fingers that they might take the step to include these kinds of descriptions in the game itself. Audio descriptions in video games are basically non-existent today. You have some games like The Nightjar, which exist purely to be games about being blind, where you have audio descriptions because the game isn't giving you a visual element. It, it is only describing the visuals because it's refusing to show any players them. You've also got games like Bastion that will describe events that you've done in-game after you've done them. Neither of these is quite the same as having a game that has a visual element and putting descriptions, spoken descriptions of the environment in there for players who might not be able to see the visuals you've provided. I couldn't find any true examples of games doing this, and maybe they're out there, maybe they exist, but I couldn't find them, and that says they're really not a thing commonly in video games, and that's something that we need to be thinking about as our industry goes forward. We are a long, long way away from audio descriptions becoming a, a default in our industry, becoming something that is commonplace, but they are something that movies and TV have already sort of standardised that as our industry grows and as this medium grows, we need to think about it. It's going to be an important part of eventually our medium becoming accessible. The Last of Us 2 right now is a benchmark for accessible game design from a disability accessibility standpoint, but it's not perfect. Audio descriptions are one thing that game was desperately lacking, and if you're a game developer looking at The Last of Us 2, Yes, look at that game and go, we should be trying to do everything it did. We sh game developers, you should be trying to exceed The Last of Us 2. You want to take that step forward and go, we are as accessible as that benchmark, and then a little more accessible. And audio descriptions are one area where you could surpass The Last of Us 2, where you could make that already very accessible game, that, that very accessible form of design, even more accessible. It's not going to be for every game. But it's something to keep in mind. It's a way our industry can move forward and be more accessible. 